the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about what your brain's stranger pattern can tell you about your future self. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. There is somebody named Walter Mitchell, and he's one of the world's leading willpower researchers. And I read a study that Walter did where he was telling us that you can scan someone's brain and ask them to think about themselves, just sitting there thinking about everything that you are, who you are, your family, um, your occupation, your home, everything that makes you, you. And he said, when you do this, there's a very distinctive pattern in their brain that starts to light up. They're using an fMRI brain scan. And He says that researchers call this the self-center. So when we're sitting there thinking about ourselves and our brain is being scanned, what we should see is the self-center light up. And he says, then you ask them if they could think about a stranger. So just make up some random person off of the street and have them dive deep into thoughts about this particular person. And he said, when you ask them to do that and they're shifting away from themselves and they're starting to think about this stranger, you can see a different pattern light up, and they actually call this one the stranger pattern. So imagine in your brain, you're thinking of yourself. If you can just visualize that electricity lighting up inside of a scan when you're thinking about you, and then a different one that shifts over to a different path when you start thinking about a stranger. And the coolest part about this study was that he asked them to start thinking about their future selves, their future selves 10 years out into the future. And for some people, thinking about their future selves lights up that self-center, but for other people, thinking about their future selves lighted up that stranger center. Hmm. I was like, that is pretty incredible, right? That's incredibly self-revealing when when you think about it and not something that we're all privy to get to learn about ourselves in that way. And even if we don't have an an MRI machine of ourselves and we don't have our brains hooked up to all these electrodes— I think that it's pretty it's pretty secure to be able to say that if you yourself were to do this study, you could feel that sense of who you are. If you're sitting in comfort and you really understand and know who your future self is, then I would venture to guess that it is not going to be that stranger pattern that lights up. Instead, it's going to be that that self-center that lights up, something that you feel comfortable about, you're, you're secure in, in terms of your knowledge. And I thought that this was a really amazing study. That's so interesting to really kind of just think about it and kind of go introspective with it and, and start piecing together your own self in 10 years and seeing, well, what does that look like? I, I'm sure as you're thinking about it, you can almost self-recognize if you're using your self-center brain or your your stranger-center brain because it's either easy or hard for you to kind of negotiate through that process. And I'm curious to see, like, you do the, the study 10 years from now after doing that that study the first time to see how 
how that accurate is or how accurate it is if you could like articulate out what you're seeing within that time frame and it's all highlighting the same way. Yeah, the the diversity that they included in this study, similar to what you were just asking about, was that the they continued the study and the people whose future self looked more like a stranger, they have lower willpower than those whose future self looked more like their current self. And they were also less likely to delay gratification and um, more likely to be impulsive and engage in unhealthy behaviors. And so it begs the question, like, what would we need to do if we're not feeling that connection between who we are and the thoughts of our future self? What if we can't see him or her? What if we don't have a clear vision of what five or 10 years down the road looks like? We, we need to strengthen that connection between our future self and our current selves. But how do we do that? And I think that one great way is to appreciate the fact that we make decisions today that are essentially laying the groundwork for the version of us that we want to show up to be tomorrow. And then we do that again, and it will congregate into what happens for next week and next month and next year. And eventually that is going to allow us to build what we want that future self to be. And I think that's a cool way of, of wording it because that means that, you know, it's cliche to say we can create our own destiny, but when you look at it as these small building blocks in that way that aggregate over time, it is true. Today you can choose what type of material you want to create for that block and where you're going to set it upon this kingdom that you're building for yourself. And it's, it's neat because it is malleable and we could change it and we could take some of those blocks off if we choose to, and we could take the entire structure and move it if we want to. Imagine the amount of things that we could do with those blocks over a span of 10 years. And I think that we don't often give ourselves enough time to just pause and take a moment to see what the future version of us actually looks like. But when we do that, I think that we should have cause for smiling at ourselves and to be happy for what we know that we have the potential to do. And then most importantly, to be willing to pay the price and then to get to work on doing it. And, and I think that's the biggest takeaway, especially for me on this is it's not set, nothing set in stone. It's so malleable and you can change that direction you want to go, whether you, see who you are in 10 years and you're using your your self-centered part of the brain or you're not sure who you're going to be in 10 years it's 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 so it can it's ever changing and we can really sit down and adapt is what what do i want for this venture and it's we 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 are in control of our own destinies and i think that's it's that's very powerful just to think of it are am, am i using my stranger brain or am i using the self-centered brain yeah and another trick for doing this i think is by identifying that future self and by looking at him or her in the future and just picture it for a second if you were to look far off in the distance for me i'll use her I am a female. There are only male and females. And I'm looking at her and I'm smiling and I, I smile and then I see her wave back at me with this grandiose smile on her face. I, I would wonder what 
do I need to do? What path do I need to take in order for me to get as close to her as I can? And sometimes she'll she'll move, I would imagine. Sometimes she might get a little closer and sometimes she might back away a little bit. And maybe as she backs away, she takes her finger, that come hither finger, and you know she asked me to follow her. Well, I would need to figure out what are the ways that I could do that? What do I see in between me and her? And what do I need to do today? And when we understand that, then we can make our future self, we can see her over there and ask what I could do to make her proud of me. And by doing that and meeting the two eventually and knowing that I'm working my way to get towards her, it gives me something to strive for. And a lot of us, we miss out on on purpose in life. And when we don't have that vision and that clarity, I think that's when a lot of the ailments that so many people suffer from in a mental aspect with you know, being sad and depressed and having anxiety and not knowing what to do when you wake up each day or when you get home from work each day. And this is a great exercise for us to all be able to work on in order to finally get to that that person that we see so far off in the distance, and yet we still see them and we can make the choices every day to get to them. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.